0: Hello and welcome back to Craft Beer Chronicles, episode number two. I'm your host, Shane Leal, and today we're going to do a little something different. Uh, to all of those who listened to the first episode, I just want to say thank you so much. You've been nothing but kind with all the positive feedback and compliments and all the constructive criticism. I, I, I've i had no one come up to me and try and shoot this down. They've all been super supportive. And I just, I just want to take this early bit to thank you, thank everybody who's come up to me. Um, but today... Our format is going to be vastly different than the first time. First time was just a lot of good friends, sitting around, talking, kind of shooting the shit. But today I'm actually sitting down with a very kind, very knowledgeable individual who works in the craft beer industry. I've known this man for about three weeks, I'd say maybe (laughs) now. Maximum three weeks. And he has just been nothing but kind and inviting, and he has the best damn facial hair in the craft beer industry sir would you please introduce yourself
1: <clears throat> hi guys uh, Tony Bags uh, craft beer salesman for San Luis Obispo
0: yeah he he's the first professional who is risking his job to come on this <laughs> this C tier podcast so you know I, I should feel very I feel very honored to have you on and you know hopefully I, I'm not wasting your time no
1: thank you for having me
0: oh I, absolutely I Oh my gosh, I feel like, like I said earlier, we've only known each other for three weeks. I already have just, I feel like 20 to 30 minutes of stories I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> the times I've met you. Team have fun. Yes, team have fun. But before we get in, well, let's start with the having fun. Let's crack open our first beer. Um, right here, oh, let's see if that picks up and is sexy sounding. We have Modern Times Triton Project, described as a lush and tropical IPA. I will give. Tony here, top pour. And I'm pouring horribly, but I'm gonna stop. Thank you. No worries. Just doesn't that sound great through the microphone, whoever's hearing that. Probably deafening. I hope not. Cheers. Cheers, sir. This is still really good.
1: That's my first time having this one.
0: Oh really? I bought um I bought a bottle coming out of Fresno when I was there a couple weeks ago. I Straight out of Fresno. Straight out of Fresno. Um no, after hearing the other podcast you have been on and you know, kicked ass at, might I say. I still haven't heard the one with you and Zach. With uh,
1: me and Tyler. Tyler god oh it. god, that's a... with you and Tyler. There's you... rumors that there might be a round two coming pretty soon. Oh god, I will
0: pay. Like they have they have a Patreon. I'll become a golden god just to just to hear that round two. Um but no, I, I kept hearing about go check out Fig Tree. Fig tree is awesome and I did a 15-minute tour off the freeway just to go hit Fig Tree and I was able to cover it up by buying uh, birthday cards for my mom because we were there for my mom's birthday that weekend. I was like, we didn't have anything so I'm going to buy birthday cards and go buy beer on the way. So yeah, Triton Project by Modern Times. They use some really cool, let's say South African hops. Um, One of these is just a super long experimental name but the other ones are Southern Passion and African Queen. So I presume this is the only beer around us that has these kinds of hot. I would
1: imagine show Jacob's crazy. He goes and finds weird shit all over the place.
0: Well, it's coming through very, very well. Um, the last couple of Modern Times beers I've had are like this, City of the Sun, uh, Booming Rollers, which we have here some. I uh, had Dymaxion last night, which was pretty good. Like, they've just all been very crushable, very easy-drinking IPAs Yeah, I, and pale ales.
1: You know, what's awesome with Modern Times is it's selling so well here. I haven't even got to try any of the new stuff because by the time I sell it in, it's already gone. Oh, man. So, good on them. Um, I'm sure I'll get to try it soon. I've had Booming Rollers before. I did not get to try Dynaxium, but I'm sure I will get my hands on some of it soon. Phil, you hear that? Send me beer.
0: Well, I hope you do get to try them with with all the hard work that... like damn but all the hard work it sounds like you do cuz you we talk about your job and you talk about it very casually and it's just very like holy shit there's like seems like a lot you have to have keep in your mind have a really good memory which for my few years of drinking beer has gone mm-hmm. out the window
1: <laughs> uh yeah no you do you have to just be paying attention and know what's going on and know what the trends are and know what new beers come in stock and just get them out as fast as you can and Um, I'm lucky I have a great team a great support cast and they make it really easy on me and yeah I just kind of love what I do it's not hard to fall in love with this industry and all the great people in it
0: well while we're talking about this industry if you don't mind wonderful transition I'm sure is uh, what kind of got you started like I know we had that conversation the first time we met you're from the Central Valley too Uh, you were working there made your way down to San Diego I, I apologize if I've already forgotten this backstory nope
1: that's good um Fat Tire was like eye-opening for me in, you know, 2004. And I'm just like, dude, this is amazing. And then kind of went off from there and I would make a list and I would go to the grocery store. This is way before untapped days. And I would go to the grocery store with my list. And if I would just grab something that I've never had before and just keep trying them. And then I was very fortunate to move to San Diego and got involved with some great people down there. And just really opened my eyes to the whole brewing industry and the art form that it is and uh fell in love with it became just enamored with it and it took up all of my free time uh tried to get in the industry for about two years and it's kind of who you know and then finally uh a friend of mine from the central coast came down who works in the beer industry came down to san diego and we went out with uh Chuck Silva and Mike Larrabee, who owns Central Coast Distributing. And at the end of the night, Mike's like, Wow, you know, you really, you know, you know your shit. Would you consider moving to the coast for a job? And I'm like, Yeah, sure, guy, I just met. Move me to the Central Coast to sell beer and live in Slow. It sounds awful. And uh, two weeks later, he called into the pack of shit, coming to get you, and uh, moved me down here, moved me into a, a friend's house in Pismo until I found my own place in slow and
0: was this just, is this the fort is this fort bags you're talking about a no place before this fort was
1: um, i lived it uh in pismo above hoagies at chases hard part emporium uh then we lived and then i lived in slow at bagsy's beer house then moved to paso and i don't remember what that place was called mm-hmm. now back in slow at, at fort bags which is my girlfriend's last name is Fort, and I'm Bags, so we just called it Fort Bags.
0: I didn't even think to ask about this, but I remember years ago from Untapped, like, oh, Bagsy's House of Beer or something like that, and I just clicked. I was like, son of a bitch, that was him too. Yup. Yeah, I've you've been kind enough to invite me over to your, to your place and show me your collection, and you have like the fourth best selection of beer, if not like higher, in San Luis Obispo County.
1: <laughs> uh, I spend way too much money on beer. God damn you, modern times. Modern times and the brewery take like half of my paycheck. It's like fucking taxes. It's like, oh, here you go, government. Here you go, modern times and brewery.
0: Well, I mean, to figure if you you just have that one thing that you donate all your money to, I mean, that's that's perfectly good. You have your you have the one thing. Like this is what yeah. This is what my one thing is slowly becoming. And so far, I still have a place to live.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I had to get a girlfriend to cut down expenses so I could afford my beer habit. Uh-huh. Just kidding. So jokes.
0: <laughs> See. I don't. I go very long periods of time without a girlfriend. I currently have one now and I'm very, very happy. And so I'm always like, I'm going to be romantic and I'm going to hold on to this one for a while. So let's go out to a nice dinner. <laughs>
1: yeah, right.
0: So with the job that you are offered here in San Luis Obispo, I know this is really getting technical. But um, just kind of, if you would, in a simplest possible way, how does your job work? Like, is, is it pretty consistent day to day? Are there some days that are just insanely crazy and some extremely light
1: um it just it depends i mean i did sales for a year in north county which was a lot of window time because i would go from paso to san simeon which is a 45 minute drive i would go from paso to creston paso to margarita paso to um san miguel um i would be all over all over with again a lot of window time paso to cambria paso paso to cayucas to san simeon to cambria I'm um,
0: do you have a company car for this or no? Nope. All
1: but I get paid mileage, so yeah. it's, it's not that bad.
0: Good rate, hopefully, eh, eh,
1: ish. Ish, um, but no, actually, it is a pretty good rate. Um, but so I just I go um, from account to account, um, selling checking PARs and uh, selling them on the newest and latest um, craft beers that we have in our portfolio. And our portfolio is amazing, we have. Uh, 55 different brands We are a Coors house We sell Coors We sell That's that's the money maker That allows us to have The cool breweries In modern time And Dogfish heads And Carl Strauss's Of the world Um Silver brewing Is my My new guilty pleasure That I just can't get enough of have
0: You had the Ouroboros yet?
1: I have not Uh-oh. Um We haven't got any In our warehouse And I have not Made it up to Paso Because I was working late today And that was my plan but uh, this weekend I'll probably get up there because they're also releasing Hot Maniac on Friday, so I will be there for that. Um, but yeah, it's just it's keeping up on, on the again the trends and what you see and what's new in the brewery and you know getting in front of these beer buyers and being just at the forefront of their mind and you know having again the brands that sell the brands that move. Um, Coronado is another one that's just on fire right now.
0: Uh, small side tangent and i apologize for this nope. i love your socks i just saw uh, them um since this is an audio program not even can see uh it's i'm guessing i glass it's not a heart so it's
1: like the uh the like sign on facebook but ah, with a beer glass and I like okay beer
0: yes <laughs> they're they're very awesome socks where, yes. where, where where might someone be able to get these i like beer socks
1: i got these at the sock store in Carmel. Carmel? Monterey. One of the two. Um, but yeah, there's a sock store in in Carmel next to the cheese Shop.
0: Oh. oh, God. That's that's actually something comic kind of, I didn't bring that up to you, but we'll, we'll get to that later. So I mentioned it to you over the phone, and I feel like as we're getting a few sips into this, we're kind of getting a little bit into this beer. I have to ask you, Tony. This is something that I'm trying to do here in Craft Beer Chronicles. Where would you drink this beer? Now, with... Ha- not having gotten maybe that part in the first episode yet, like I described, we try and come up with very specific, somewhat realistic ones. And I, I can start off. It's going to be goofy just because I'm a generally goofy person. Because this is an IPA, drink it on a warm day. But because it's called Triton Project, I'd probably, I'd probably somehow magically preserve it so the hops don't fall <laughs> off. I'd watch it during a nice summer day while watching an outdoor screening of the new Aquaman movie when it eventually comes up.
1: Nice. Um. This for me is a nice just everyday. Um, I get a lot of tropical notes out of this, so I don't know, somewhere like Avila Beach, chilling on the beach with a twenty-two and pouring in red cups, so, so the man doesn't find you. But uh, yeah, I, this is definitely a beach beer.
0: How how realistic do you think with I think a very strong craft beer community and hell even a wine community. That we could pass open container laws here in San Luis Obispo County. (laughs)
1: Non-existent.
0: Non-existent?
1: Non-existent. Oh,
0: man. It was worth a shot. We got St. Friday's Day coming up soon, which I know.
1: Um, I do believe Pismo Beach, you can have open container. Oh, that's a dangerous game. You can have, uh, or no glass, but I'm pretty sure Pismo Beach. Okay. Um, You can pour into a red cup and enjoy great craft beers or just go to the boardroom.
0: Well, I- which i still have not been to yet you've definitely given me the heads up for that and i see i do like that about the new untapped i know we've kind of had the ups and downs some of it's been looking cool but i do love how it's a- i feel it's a lot easier to see what venues get new beers go to the venue section boardroom is added yeah these these which there's been some on there i'm like shit i need to make my way down there for the first time if enough i don't know how to get there
1: <laughs> <gasps> look for the big hotel that they're building it's next door oh okay um yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really happy with the new untapped. I like, um, as you said, I like the venue updates. Um, it's really weird when it first started and you're like, you should like this venue. And it's like in fucking San Jose. And I'm like, why would I like this? But I'm going to like it. And I'm getting all these updates. And then I have friends in that town I'm like, dude, you should go try this beer. And they're like, that's really weird that, you know, that beer's on tap at that bar. I'm like,
0: Meh. you should see if they accept growlers and then mail it to me.
1: Right. Well, not in California. I know. Now you go to Portland, you can fill growlers everywhere and anywhere. You can put beer in a shoe if you want.
0: <laughs> well, I know that... It, I saw it at Silva. They're trying to do the new California growler, which is supposedly... And as far as I know, it works there. And they they were talking about how Firestone now just does ones where they'll cover any of the labels. But yeah, it,
1: but it, it's it's to the brewery's discretion. Um, and honestly, 90% of them...
0: Probably won't do it. Will do it. Oh, will do it.
1: Yeah, I would say at least ninety percent of them don't. Yeah, don't care. Just you have to cover the or the address, I believe, um, if there's an address on it. But okay. Um, yeah, Central Coast Brewing, no problem. Um, Silva, no problem. Tap it, no problem. Uh, I've never tried a Firestone. I have Firestone Growlers, but I do believe that they're not filling glass growlers anymore. Hmm. I think I heard that.
0: Are they just doing the um,
1: just stainless steel? The
0: stainless steel ones. Uh, I had a nice one from Libertine. I was using that as my water bottle, and I lost it at a client's house. And they won't contact me back, which is the <laughs> shittiest part. It's been s- since October, and I lost it there, and like won't call me back. So I'm trying real hard for that, and also to see my clients. Uh, would you like any more, sir? Or you want to move um, on to something else, and we can just get these at the end? Um,
1: I actually do a little bit more of this. Yeah, of course. This is delicious. Just a titch.
0: No worries. Right about that? Yep. Might be more than a titch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, something I th- I'm i pretty sure I saw this weekend, you were at Six Flags, right? I was. You were at Six Flags. Were you able to. Because I'm bringing this up because I myself went to Universal this weekend. We both went adventure, amusement parking. Um,. Were you able to go visit anywhere in the Six Flags area, or was it strictly an amusement park visit?
1: Strictly a amusement park visit. It was for uh, my buddy's eight year old daughter's birthday. So, eight year
0: olds can drink beer. This is like I mean we could be Italy,
1: right? <laughs> um, no, I mean I did. We did go to lunch at the um, the Full Throttle Bar so inside of Six Flags, and I got to enjoy a, a lovely Stone IPA. Ooh. Um, but as of venturing out of that area no strictly a, an adult trip
0: see i kind of had something similar to you but feel like you're going to might be a little jealous uh, universal city they have the universal city walk mm-hmm. with carl strauss carl yep and Uncle for the first, carl with the first time because you've loved it so much i got to try aurora happy Alice. okay so is very, very good. It's That's
1: the beer of the year. It's
0: very, very good. If I if remember correctly, I don't know if you want to say it on this, but you said it was uh, what helped Carl Strauss win Midsize Brewer of the Year, I believe.
1: I, I would say it... I wouldn't say it helped them win Midsize Brewer of the Year, but I would say it definitely got their name back out there as not being known as Red Trolley, which is a great beer, but it's been around since 1989. Right. Um, people are just over it and uh aurora hapialis and mosaic session has really put them back on the radar of the craft beer scene and queen of tarts um won a medal at gabf uh we didn't see won a medal at gabf and like you said they won uh midsize brewer of the year which is just great for those guys because they deserve it um Paul's a great brewer he knows what he's doing he's He's a Mount Rushmore beer, uh, brewer of San Diego, and it's nice to see them finally get some accolades.
0: Now, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I have heard you mention the the Mount Rushmore of San Diego craft beers a couple times by the different people. Would you like who who would you, who would your four be, or would it be four? I mean, it's, who's it's the four be? Yeah, who's your own Mount Rushmore? Like you can add more people.
1: It would be, Paul. Um, I would say it'd be Paul, Chuck Silva, Mitch Steele from Stone. And Bill Batten from Alesmith. Bill Batten from Alesmith. I would be the some, four.
0: I love me some Alesmith. I love me some Alesmith. I, I, I definitely think that's very, very respectful. I don't know these people. Probably, I actually don't know these people at all. And you probably know them very decently. So I'd go on your word. Yeah, they just, they've just they
1: been around. They're, they're the pioneers. They yeah. were... You know, Mitch was at, at Stone for fucking ever since... Um, Lee Chase left and now he's left and he's opening his own brewery I believe in Georgia Um, but with that being said there's a whole new wave of these awesome brewers Um, Nick Marone at St. Archer Doug Constantainer and Travis at Society uh, Cosmo formerly at Monkey Pod. don't know what he's going to do next but I'm sure it's going to be awesome um, that are the up and comers that are the new generation of San Diego Brewing
0: Um, Yeah, I need to go well you you mentioned Society and I've just heard nothing but good things from them San Diego Craft Beer Live I think I heard them announce they won San Diego Craft Brewery of the year two years in a row probably yeah like I've just I've heard nothing but amazing things Um, about these
1: guys Society People is my desert island beer if I'm on a desert island if I can only drink one beer for the rest of my life it's Society People Society People it's the best beer ever made it's Unicorn Tears
0: probably a beer out there called unicorn tears probably uh, we should probably look that up that's the one okay so that was the first thing i ever fell in love with untap is the fact that i would get so bored and just look up any single flavor i could think of. I was like have they made a beer for this and unsurprisingly almost every flavor of beer is made
1: oh yeah Now How they're like, now they're running out of names
0: yeah they're doing duplicates although that being said even though i didn't vote that way I'm really curious to see if anyone tried making a new beer called Liberal Tears when Trump won. <laughs> That's probably a very popular one last December. Like, oh, it's winter, but here's this great IPA. It's like, okay, I'll buy the shit out of this.
1: Oh, funny story. Yes, there's a Unicorn Tears from Carl Strauss. <laughs> and the brewery, and Breck Brewery, and Hop Dog. So yeah, there's a ton of them. Great uh, Lakes. I
0: feel like I've seen so many brewery labels and have not, even, not seen Unicorn Tears. So but yeah. these
1: could all be one-off um, in-house only beers.
0: That's very true. Um, you said you're a member of the brewery as well, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. You have any plans or thoughts of doing the anniversary event at the beginning of May?
1: We were just actually discussing that uh, earlier, and it depends. Um, my apartment is supposed to get redone that weekend, uh. so if that happens then no, but I am going to the Festival of Funk on May twentieth in San Diego.
0: Okay. Where's that held at?
1: I believe they moved it last year. It was at the Civic Center, and this year it's gonna be on the waterfront and down by the marina.
0: Oh man, there's a whole bunch of just really cool sounding festivals they have down there. I think there was one um, I've never met him in person. I think he was there during the bottle show last weekend but Ryan Tally? Tally, yeah. I think I saw an on tap. He went to one in San Diego for like all caffeine, like coffee beers. Yeah,
1: the Carnival of Caffeination.
0: Carnival of Caffeination. And as it just keeps going on, he's like, oh my god, this is too much goddamn coffee. I need something to break this up.
1: It is. And, you know, we went to we went to the Festival of Funk last year. We went to um, the Festival of Dankness and the Festival of – I can drink sours all day. It doesn't bother me. But the Festival of Dankness, I, I got IPA fatigue and I was like – can I get a Pilsner? Because I'm going to get me a Pilsner. I'm all about that life right now. Um, just too many big hobby beers for my palate on one go, 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 go. Um,
0: I went to Hotpocalypse Day last year, 2016, and the exact same thing. I mean, when everyone is putting out their doubles, their triples, hell, uh, Dubois had the quadruple IPA. No, it was. I think it was either called Dubois or it was Dubois Brewery. They had a quadruple. And I just tried it. And I was like this is too goddamn much. It's just, it was <laughs> everyone was in line for the bathroom consistently. It was just, everyone was like, too fucking drunk.
1: Yeah. Good times though.
0: Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was my first big like beer release party that I went to and I was able to get a couple of friends who lived in the area to go. So I didn't, I didn't go and drink alone which is never Nice. Funny. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. One uh, my roommate, uh, Tavon, who you met, he, Uh, I was bringing up the idea with him last night of going to the brewery one. I was like, yeah, we can find a cheap hotel nearby. There is
1: a cheap hotel, literally. um, Because they're doing it at the Phoenix Club. Yeah, but you can get, there's a, um, I want to say it's a residence inn. Residence inn. But you can, and it's literally, it's behind the brewery. Um, It's like walking, it's less than like two tenths of a mile. Um, And then it's a $10 Uber to the Phoenix Club. Um, that's
0: where we always stay residence inn I'll have to check that out because that sounds amazing I'm, I'm excited although I wish it came in today I finally just nutted up and got the um, put in for the shippers so I'm getting my first half of like my uh, reserve society or, the, reserve the or preservation preservation uh, preservation's the lower one right? Yeah. I, I finally like I went to the middle one okay reserve so, society reserve society and then I also picked up some chocolate rains and beret with peaches yeah. and vanilla oh I'm so excited for those
1: yeah, no, they do good stuff. I'm really sad that uh, Jim Mellum, their head brewer, just left, so they're now on another head brewer. But they're still. I mean, Patrick makes great recipes, and they're amazing.
0: Did uh, Did he go on to like uh, doing a bigger, better job? Just I don't know what away? he's
1: doing. I don't think he knows what he's doing yet. Uh, he came from Sierra Nevada. He went to the brewery. Um, right now, he's kicking in Arizona, watching spring training. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what he's doing next.
0: Um, well, like, uh, going back to the work topic, what do you see next for yourself? I mean, is this a job that you're in right now where there's something that you want to move into? You have a goal, or are you just enjoying what it is now? Because um, you're still a young man. You can do these things. I
1: I love my company. Um, I My next step would probably be management with this company. Um, unless they create, like, a, a crafter specialist position like a lot of distributors do, then... That would be the next deck, but yeah, management. Management. Um, on premise only. We'll only do on premise. Um, and on premise is bars and restaurants um, where you drink on premise. And then off premise is your grocery store, your liquor stores um, where you get it, take it home. Um, but yeah, no management.
0: I could definitely see you doing it. I mean, you seem just you're just so damn knowledgeable and you just like to share with everybody. I can't, I would love to work for you. Like, you'd be an awesome boss. <laughs> not that I have bad bosses now, but like, well then again, I I sit with you in a drinking social setting. I bet in a work setting you're a lot more professional. I, I'm stripping over my words. <laughs> yeah, again, as long as, you,
1: at the end of the day, you gotta do what, it, it, it's fun. If you don't have a job that's not, if you have a job that's not fun, you're not gonna wanna do it. And what better job to have than, oh, I sell beer in San Luis. Like, I can have a lot worse jobs. Very true. I could sell, like,
0: chips.
1: (laughs) That's not fun.
0: I know. Taco Works is pretty good.
1: It is. Taco Works is delicious. But,
0: yeah. Honestly, man, like, I I just love this industry so much. And this is why I want to do this. I want to learn more and meet people who know more. Like, I I think I I mentioned it to you. My goal is, I really didn't find time to carve it up. But I want to do, like, the the testing and see if I can get my c certification. I know you need to have that at least to do like pouring it firestone that's not saying it's the goal or anything but figure if but, I can yeah. figure it's good to have on a resume if you're wanting to do just like a, a pour job it is um it,
1: it it's as crazy as some it's still um, catching its legs um, I remember when it first started and in San Diego we're like I need to fucking take a test and tell you I know about beer like why would you pay this guy money but now and more and more like people are requiring it of you and you know it's it's just to show that you're paying attention to the industry and you want to be as good as you can be for the industry right um even as places like as corporate as like Eureka Burger um you have to get it within 30 days of being hired which is great um Central Coast Brewing all of their people are c- certified Cicerone or beer server Cicerones um Again, it just shows a dedication to the craft and to the industry.
0: Oh, I agree, I like that. And I do like that idea that if you want to do this, this isn't a job, you have to like kinda of dedicate yourself to this. You will we wanna make sure you know more than about ninety five percent of the people coming in to buy right. your stuff. The other five percent is bags and is friends.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I get I and you know, the beer snob in me, I get so irritated when a server doesn't know about what they're doing and especially when they tell you oh we don't have that beer I'm like nope yes you do I can see the handle right there or you know you order a libertine beer and they're like just so you know that beer's sour it's like just so you know every beer's sour that they make so it's gonna be a lot easier
0: yeah I mean I feel like well I guess not, maybe not all of them but like libertine's pretty good about announcing hey this is a sour ale
1: somewhere as we walk in there's the Big words on the front as you walk in and says, "Yeah, we know it's sour." Yeah. <laughs> um, I was in there actually today having lunch, and, and this older gentleman comes in and sits down, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I I like beer." And the bartender's like, "Oh, you know, what, what kind of beers do you like?" He's like, "I like red ales." He's like, "Well, we make sour beers, but we have a great you know guest list of red ales." He's like, "I want to try your beer." He looks at me and he's like and I'm like I, I, don't, I he's not going to like whatever you give him so let's make it easy and we gave him uh, uh, end of Valley Saison and the guy's like nope <laughs> we gave him something else and the guy's like nope and we're like hey how about this new red ale from Hangar 24 he's like that's a good beer and we're like yep you just drink that sir but again they have 80 taps they can find and again knowledgeable beer tender Yeah, I know you're not going to like this but here's a sample try it out and then I know in the back of my mind this is going to be what you're going for. Um, but hell, I mean, he you, you might find, hey, I, I like this style of beer. So it was great that the bartender didn't just completely push him off to, no, you're not going to like the sours. Hey, let's give it a whirl. Here's yeah. a taste. Here's a taste.
0: Libertine is, I do, I do like that we have a local just sour only place. It's something different, like... It is really cool. And I do like all the new ones that have released, and if yeah, you said
1: swizzle stick, you love the swizzle stick. Best beer Tyler's ever made.
0: Best beer Tyler's ever made. I have not met Tyler, um, but it was a very damn good beer. Um, I was I went in that day just super stoked for the no birthday party, and it was very good. But I had that swizzle stick, and I was like, oh, shit, that's damn. Thing. I'm not even a fan of mint. That's why I was a little I, afraid to try yes, it. Yeah, I love mint.
1: See, it's oh.
0: delicious. That's the great thing about this area that I'm finding is both libertine and central coast have put flavors that i'm not a huge fan of in beers and i love them coconut shorts i'm not a huge fan of coconut such a good beer amazing amazing i'm gonna get so many cans when i can (laughs) when they they finally sell and then mint like the, the swizzle tick i was like this blends so damn well like i get the mint but it's like not overpowering it's not like a breath mint in a beer yeah which for me, it's still uh, Jove. I love that Blackberry goes; It's so good. Great beer. I mean, again,
1: Tyler makes great beer. Brendan at Central Coast makes great beer. And, you know, hats off to Brendan. I remember um, he came home from GABF two years ago. And I'm like, dude, I'm so excited for you, like, winning a medal. He goes, eh. He goes, now the pressure's on to back it up. And he's like, if I don't win one next year, like, it won't be the end of the world. But if I don't win one in two years, like, it's we're doing something wrong. And then for him to back up, not only backing up metals, back up the same metal, it's just like solidifying. Like, yeah, you know what you're doing. You're you're crushing it. And it's great because they have such a bad reputation from three f- years ago to from their start where they weren't known as a good brewery.
0: I'm, I'm kind of glad you bring that up because... I remember when we went in there, uh, Nick Daraway, uh, uh, California Fresh, he was the one who definitely told me, like, dude, you gotta go check out this stuff out, this stuff I'd had them before, and like you said, in that time period, I just wasn't, nothing excited me. Nothing really, like, blew me away. And the same thing I'd been getting with my friends, who I took with me to the festival, where we were just like, yeah, Central Coast, like, it's been around the corner, we know it's been there, but, I mean, just nothing I've had from them in the last month or two that I'll try all the new stuff has been even meh. Everything is just so goddamn good. Yep. Like, I, I um,
1: Brennan's a perfectionist. Like he is very controlling about his beers. In um, same thing, like he takes he does the society model. He wants to self distribute, so he knows that his beer is going on tap no longer than two weeks after it's been in the keg. And even in his eyes, that's a week too long. Um, he wants his beers out in the market and gone as fresh as possible, which is a great practice to have when you are so small that you can control that
0: right i remember when i went in for juice almighty i think it was 30 hours old and that's the first time anyone's ever said for an ipa like yeah we like that get a growler sit on it for a week week. exactly and i was like this is the first time i've ever heard a growler getting better with a week i just have never had um
1: the new england haze craze we've kind of found that those beers do taste better a week old uh two weeks old as to where your clean brewed ipas are right then and there is when you can have it the best and the freshest
0: as somebody in the industry what is your opinion because i've heard a lot of back and forth people love them people just like they kind of they say a message with what's considered an ipa what are your thoughts on hazy ipas i i remember i think we talked a while back you said like smoked beers, you thought were gonna get a little bit bigger and like kind of grow on this year. Smoked beers
1: um, are definitely gonna be. That shot was so good. more uh, more prevalent in the industry than they have been. I think this summer is going to be the summer of loggers and pilsners. Um, I think everyone's ran their course on big over hopped IPAs and ran their course on the session IPA because it's still just that bitter, overpowering punch. As to our Pilsners and Lagers, I can have four or five of them. Nice, clean, easy drinking. First Gold um, from Silver Brewing. Love it. I can have four or five of them in a sitting. No problem. Um, but the Haze Craze, I personally like them. Um, other people think that it's a shortcut, cheap way of brewing. Um they're delicious. I mean, if they're done right. Um, yes. Modern times, uh, Lawson's Finest Liquid, Treehouse, Central Coast Brewing, they nail it. Um, and it's, you know, a good style of beer. Other people do cheapen in shortcuts because they just want to make money.
0: They want to jump on the craze and it's... Yeah. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I, I agree with you. I'm kind of on the pro side. I, I really do like them. I mean, I have nothing against traditional like west coast ipas or anything but i just think it's something different i think it's a little bit more even though they're non-session a lot more drinkable and a lot more continuously drinkable you don't kind of get like the overload of hops in my opinion so far
1: no nothing has been um and that's the and i think that is also why i enjoy them because it's not a hot punch in your face um it's nice, easy, approachable drinking beers.
0: Um, probably heard it in the background, but I got up, go to the fridge. What would you like to do next? We have more, <laughs> more IPAs. We got a Goza. Um, we have a barley wine here. I got some AleSmith Speedway Stout, some uh, Rush Hour. Still got a can of Rush Hour left. That I've been sitting on. Do you
1: love the Rush Hour. Um, let's try that Doppel.
0: A Doppel. Yes. So it's something that you had told me about a couple weeks back that I was not very knowledgeable on. That's why I really like doing stuff like this. Is I made a comment, I think, about – you said something about ales. And I said like, oh, like I like stouts. And you were like, stouts are ales. And it's more of them figuring out that like pretty much everything fits into either an ale or a lager, correctly? Yes. Yes.
1: So ales are bottom fermented and lagers are top fermented.
0: Okay. And then like you were saying, is – Pilsner is a type of lager or is that something in its entirety as well? It's an, I believe it's an ale. I believe oh, Pilsner. pilsners
1: are bottom fermenting. I could be wrong or it could be a different take on they could go both ways. Right.
0: Um what because going off that I feel like I'm able to identify so many types of ales, what are some different types of styles of, of lagers because I feel like I'm trying to think of those. I mean, you don't
1: you have lagers, you have American lagers, you have dark lagers like uh, New Belgium 1554. But for the most part, you have you know American lagers, um, American light lagers, your Coors Light, Bud Light, Keystone.
0: Okay. So yeah, that's that's. I thought that was really interesting when you told me that. I was like, it was almost like like a glass shattering. I was like, no way. So I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. The more I learn. That's good. Yeah, this one was highly suggested by Nick, so. I obviously Uh, he knows what he's doing a little bit. Yes, he's he has not led me astray yet, (laughs) nor do I expect him to. God, I remember I'd been going in there so many times, and then just he had recognized me. He was like, "Yeah, man, have you tried this stuff? Come check this out." And I think what was it? It was the first time I had ever seen anyone have Degard in a store in in slow. I was like, how do, First you, anywhere. How do you How did you get this? Like, the guards like, I've never seen this around here and I'll never forget what he said because he just straight up looked me in the face and said, like, I'm fucking good at my job.
1: It's a true statement. It's
0: very true. And I feel bad that it was one point where I didn't know that.
1: Nick, <laughs> he, if you're listening to this, be better at your job and get me some goddamn garage projects.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nick was almost here joining us, but he didn't have work today and didn't want to Wasn't force him. Coming, yeah. Coming yeah. over the grade or yeah. coming down from AJ. I, I do not blame him at all. It smells so good. Oh man, a lot of banana. Yeah, that's very heavy on, like, very prominent on the taste for me. This, this banana.
1: Which again, double box not a um, very popular style. Um, and it's weird when you do this from test, you're asking a lot of questions, double box and Dunkel and I'm like, no one cares,
0: but apparently people do. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's nice that Loganitas has put a little love into it.
1: No, they're they're getting out there. They're they're spreading their little wings. Uh, they also
0: just released a Scotch ale this week. I I saw that. That was on um, Be- what is it? Beer Geek Nation did a review of that. I haven't watched that one yet, but that's been kind of helpful. That, that one's was really helpful for me just because I'll have some of the beers that he has, and he's just done thousands and thousands. So he, either he really has a good taste profile, or he's good at making it up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I'm always just like, okay, let's see how I compare to him. Was this actually a good beer? To... <laughs> and then just, I I feel slightly vindicated when, um, you know, I have some of the same matching things. I'm like, yes, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh man, I'm trying to think of, I had covered everything that I wanted to. Okay, well, we'll just go into the general conversation topic. You had mentioned Treehouse earlier when we were coming up on New England IPAs. Um, I'm sh- guessing you've probably seen it, but it looks like uh, Sierra Nevada is going to pair up with Treehouse for one of their beer camp across Americas. Yes,
1: they are. And they're also doing Garage Project, which I'm really, really, yes. really, really excited about. Um, yeah, so those should be out uh, in June. Uh, 12 Packs. And then uh, in... The weekend after father's day there's the um beer camp across the, the world this year uh festival in long beach okay so they will be pouring all those beers and they have amazing guest breweries uh funny uh i took kyle from society last year the society guys were all there they took their whole team in a van they closed down the brewery and all of them went to port at the Sierra Nevada event and I took Kyle over to Central Coast Brewing. I'm like, dude, this is the jam. You got to try this. And he called me a couple days ago. He like, Hey, I really want to come visit. He's like, can we go to Central Coast Brewing? Cause it's like all I've been wanting since that festival last year. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure we can find time to go there. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, it's a really, really fun festival. Uh, last year, we were also very spoiled because we got Diego's Umbrella, that was the music guest, which is one of my favorite bands. So that oh, just, just made it made in heaven. all the more enjoyable. Uh, it was actually probably the least amount I ever drank at a Beer fest because I kept catching myself going towards the stage watching them. <laughs> um, and then uh, Fanny Fullpint was pouring at the Sierra Nevada tent next to the stage. So it was just like kept going over Fanny. She's like, you're really supposed to get this much. I'm going to give you this much. Just stop you from coming back over here every ten minutes.
0: Oh, Okay, that, that actually reminded me of something I want to talk about. While well, that does sound fun, it brings me to our topic of drinking at beer festivals, and it reminds me of the Slow Craft Beer Festival, because both you and I seem to have a very, very good time there.
1: Yeah. Note to self, don't drink a lot of whiskey before a beer festival.
0: Well, that's that's definitely the story I wanted to tell. I think... The okay, what the Soulcraft Fair Festival was amazing. I know I talked about it on the first episode. I got to do a the seminar with Brennan and the mixing of the Monterey Street. Um, it was super fun, but I think just because of the randomness of it, just because it was so fun, I got off work early that day. I'm driving up, I got my Uber up to the, the Expo Center. I'm gonna be there it's just super early to wait for people in line, whatever. And as soon as I step out the car, a car is coming towards me, and who happens to roll down the window but Mr. Tony Baggs here? He's just like, what's up, dude? I was like, I'm doing good, man. I'm just going to get in line. He's just like, you want to come down and drink with us? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, who's us? <laughs> and at the same time, you're already getting out of the car, offering me the front seat. I was like, I'll just go in the other car. So I get into the car with reps from Oscar Blues, um, Bootleggers, and I think the other... Uh, tony anthony from ccd and just i'm like hi guys (laughs) we just drive down there everyone's wanting to relax everyone's having all like just we're about to go be busy and my dumb ass is like i'm just sitting there drinking like asking them questions like i would be doing this i was like like oh my god like this is awesome like why am i here (laughs) but this is awesome needless to say (laughs) we spent an hour beforehand drinking whiskey I'm already just feeling tipsy <laughs> the first half hour in before we even get to the seminar. I'm like, crap, I feel really good right now. I need to slow down, and this is only 5 o'clock. Needless to say, I was this was very slightly browning out. <laughs>
1: so again, yeah, don't drink whiskey before a beer festival. Don't
0: drink, don't drink whiskey before a beer festival, no, not, not at all. It was fantastic that one time, and again, thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. But I'm glad we learned that lesson.
1: Yeah, I still will forget that and do it again, but it's a good rule of thumb.
0: God, I'm trying to remember some of the beers I had there. At the um, the tropical from Bootleggers was Thunder, so good,
1: so good. Bootleggers is another one that just very low key, but they knock it out of the park every time. Um,
0: I'm trying to remember, there was one good one from Oscar Blues too. Again, this is I think out of out of them, Central Coast and and bootleggers like oscar blues was the last one i hit just because like bootleggers and and central coast are so close to each other I got to see um lee and brian and they were just like yeah we have juice almighty i'm like fuck yes right. um i enjoyed the uh white stout from
1: naughty oak a new Not brewery York. here out of uh, Orchid. uh their white stout was really good um
0: there's so many good ones oddly
1: enough uh the uh, Haze Craze from Tap It was really good. Um, yeah, the Tropical the tropical Thunder from Bootleggers, though, was the winner of the day.
0: I, I, I go back and I remember the food more just because I know I needed the food. Like, I was just trying everything. It was like pizza, tacos, like the chocolate, like the Chipotle chocolate mixes and stuff, or the pretzels and whatever the hell it was. Those were super good, just where we were at that night.
1: Uh, Fordham. 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 Fordham yep fordham's really good i still
0: have some in the fridge which i um, still think it's out so it's not
1: and they, and i like that they tweaked it from their first release because they released it at the brewery and it was called f1 and you like kind of had to know that it was there to ask for it and i was just like ah, this isn't that great but they tweaked the recipe and you know figured it out because that fordham's delicious
0: I know that one's supposed to be part of a new series, but that's not going to be like Luponic, where it's like we're coming out with new ones every ninety no. days. So it's probably going to be a couple months before we see something new. I, yeah, I think so. I'm not completely
1: sure what they're going to do with this whole um, Leo versus Urias, Um
0: I think it's supposed to be Leo versus, like, the Ursus. So it's supposed to be like Leo versus or something goofy like that.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not sure what it's. Oh, well, it's the Lion and the Bear. Right. It's each. Yeah, but I'm not sure what they're doing with it.
0: It looks like they're doing some sort of corresponding video program to go with or like some like documentary like kind of situation to go with it i've seen that. i believe
1: it's the first it's the first beer out of venice is what oh, it okay
0: is. oh damn that was really good um it's God. the first beer
1: out of the propagator which is the venice location
0: okay for some, for some reason i thought you meant like italy which reminded me of the the, the stone i think the, the huge bombers that they're now getting out of the berlin the, the mm-hmm. stone maui coconut was so damn good Became like the one liter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I have one at
1: home, but we opened one last weekend at Libertine. Okay. Yeah, and then there's another one that's out now, also, and it's uh, a pumped up version of Saison de Buff. Okay. Which was a collaboration with Dogfish Head and Victory.
0: Okay. Question: I love, I, I love just kind of the idea of colla- like collaboration beers. Um, some of my favorites have been. Fremont and Brickside, they did a Back to the Future themed double IPA. Label was great, beer was great, they just knew how to play all my buttons. So as somebody who knows all of like the head brewers, the people who work in these industries, and like you were saying, uh, the guy from Society, I apologize, I, I missed on the name, but he's wanting to come down to the Central Coast. Knowing these guys, if you could have two breweries come, to there, come together for a collaboration that haven't done it yet, who would you want knowing that these kind of people and their personalities, who you think would probably get to get well together and what kind of beer would you want them to make? See, I don't know.
1: Society doesn't do collaborations. Exactly. Um, They don't need to. Um, I think it'd be really cool. I'm really excited to see the, um, the new, uh, I believe they called, I believe they named it hammock swing, which is a, a collaboration between central coast brewing Firestone and Dunbar, oh, which is going to be rad. They just brewed it on last Wednesday. Um, who's getting
0: release rights for that? Is it all three of them? All three of them. Okay, that's nice.
1: Um, they brewed it on this the Central Coast Brewing System. Um, but if I could, I would want to see Brendan from Central Coast Brewing and Cosmo from Monkey Paw would release a badass IPA. Or, I would like to see uh, Tyler from Libertine and the guys from Garage Project from New Zealand do something funky and sour. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. Tyler is, again, you know, so society doesn't do collaborations. Right. Tyler is the king of collaborations. I mean, he's made beer with everyone. He has uh, Pat Korn from Green Flash coming on the 27th of this month to do a collaboration. He's done a collaboration with every local brewery around here. Uh, He's done a collaboration with um, Coronado, which still hasn't been released yet. Those have been in barrels for three years, and I tasted them about a year ago, and it was tasting good, but still not there yet. Still not there yet. Um, but yeah, Tyler and the Garage Project guys, or Cosmo and Brennan.
0: Ah, uh, see, I want to meet these people now and see if we can make this happen. <laughs> you heard it here first, and uh, all twenty of you.
1: Call uh, <laughs> both of you. Yeah,
0: actually, I think what? I posted on like my Facebook and a couple. I got like thirty people, which was about thirty more than I was expecting. Good. Yeah, we're gonna make it a thing. I, I hope so. I'm glad I I, I know with certain circumstances that kind of led to like you know being available. but I'm glad you're able to make it. I, I really appreciate it,. man.
1: Yeah, it's, absolutely. Good time.
0: All right. Uh, do you want to c- break open your special one?
1: The wait,
0: the rush. The autumn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was I was working on the uh, the wax earlier to hopefully not be sitting here with like dead <laughs> dead sound for about five minutes. Oh, this is one of my favorite beers ever made. It, it was it was damn good. That's why I was super surprised again. Fig tree, like. Just super lucky. I haven't stopped there recently, but the uh, Bravo Farms.
1: Last time I was there, had a boatload of these still.
0: Bravo Farms is the closest place we can get to Yeah,
1: is the closest place we can get to us. Yeah,
0: and it just makes me kind of sad. Although I go to Lamore for family and stuff, so it's an easy stop. But that's where I got my first rush hour. That's where I picked up some um, barrel aged smoke chaser. Um, I picked up the Dark Sky Belgian. Let me know when. I can fill That's up, good. I was going to say, I can fill up your whole cup if you want. No, but...
1: I, I do have to drive home.
0: I know. All right, with this being one of your favorites, again, something from the last one that people thought was funny. Have you ever heard of the game Mary Shag Kill? Yes. Okay. We somewhat came up with a version for craft beer that was like, I'm still workshopping it. Okay. But it's called Bong Binge Bail. We'll give you three good beers, three beers that I, think, I know you like, and you have to either beer bong a growler, binge two cases in a week, or watch as a barrel gets poured out. So basically made and wasted for no reason. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go with Autumn Rush, Swizzle Stick, Ooh. and I feel like if I choose the Society beer, you'll like that one will be easy. So I'm going to go with uh, Freak. That you said you Ooh, really the really Odell's like freak. the Odell's Freak. So one of them you just kind of have to chug and put down real fast. One you have that to, would be Swizzle Stick. Just gonna chug the Swizzle Stick real yeah, fast. Yeah,
1: because this beer, if I yeah, this beer <laughs> I can I can definitely drink a bottle of this every night and be improved This is the Autumn Rush from Tiger Square. Yes. Also,
0: yes, I would play ABV game, but it's just you, and that's not necessarily as fun. That's better for yeah. a large group.
1: Um. This would be my sipper, and I would I would pour if those were my three, I would pour out the three.
0: I feel like I had a different third one, and I was, keep, ah, see, I, was, I feel like I was too easy. But okay, okay, yeah, I've, we've heard it. We kind of screwed up on the first one where we just thought of like the three worst beers we could have, including like macro breweries. It was, uh, Steel Reserve, Oof. warm Keystone Light, and Rogue Maple Bacon Donut Ale. Oh, I would binge drink the shit
1: out of that rogue maple bacon you binge
0: we had it with so many of us were like no we would pour that shit out which is kind of bad because we were all like yeah this is a craft beer podcast and we chose the one craft beer that was just the worst we've ever had
1: i yeah i was i'm weird i actually didn't hate that beer as much as most people did
0: my friend leo has a trick for it he says and he just says yeah just drink a lot of it at once and you get more bacon Perfect,
1: see? And then when you, if you go to Rogue in San Francisco, you can literally order a plate of bacon with it.
0: Oh, see, that's that's what we're missing. Next time we'll... God damn it. Um, yeah,
1: you're literally like, on the menu it just says plate of bacon. I'm like, yes, please. It's like if you go to um, Golden, Colorado, to the Coors Factory, there's a pizza place across the street where you can order a cup of bacon. So it's just a cup with bacon sticks in it. Like um,
0: They got they got that market down. Dude, awesome. Um... God, what was I saying? No, I was super upset because when I was at Universal this week, they just this last week opened up a Voodoo Donut on the City Walk.
1: I saw something on
0: that on the internet machine. I was so sad because apparently they were doing like soft open. So by the time we had made it over there, they were closed. And it turns out they were only open for like so many hours a day. Um, I was I was able to make it up though because I was able to get a legitimate Simpsons donut at Simpsons World with nice. pink frosting. I want to go for like the – have you ever been – they have them like – in pie crusts, almost the size of pie, cr- pie right. crusts. They're humongous, and I kind of want to try one, but no one else is as <laughs> husky as me. <laughs> no, uh, and I and when I
1: went to Portland, I missed out on. We went to Voodoo, but we did not get in line and buy anything because it's cash only.
0: I can see that. I can. And see they that.
1: don't have an ATM machine,
0: so I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go across the street and eat oysters. <laughs> Do you have enough leg room, man? I can pull. This oh way. no, I'm good. All right. Yeah, I mean that was that was like the one downside of this weekend. It was it was super fun. But okay. Alright. Well I know you've had this one a lot of times, so I do have to wait and ask you. Um, where would you drink this beer, Tony?
1: <laughs> At Mikey's house.
0: At Mikey's house? At Mikey's house. God Mikey's Taping was... another
1: episode of for before.
0: Mikey's such a nice guy and I'm slowly remembering bits where I wasn't super bad. But obviously i have been drinking around him. And it, with me, when it comes to situations like that, my worst thing, and I know some people hate it, is I think I was just too much like appreciative. If that's if that's such a thing. I was just like, no man, I really like I think I was just driving home the fact that I was like, I really like your stuff and it's really awesome and it's really like it's very I
1: mean, they do a great job. It's um it's the one podcast a week that I listen to. When I was doing North County sales, I listened to them uh sd beer talk and um 3 Zine like religiously but now i'm just not in the car enough and so i have enough time to listen to perfect poor and i'll get as much of sd beer talk in as i can
0: yeah um i listened again perfect poor sd craft beer talk uh, i need to listen to 3 Zine. i know you've, you've suggested a bunch today's episode was actually really great because they were interviewing helix and I think I'm pretty sure the head brewer his younger brother works at Tappet and I got to meet him when I went there one time and he was talking about how him and his brother had said he'd started it interesting yeah so he's going the the brother's going down here in school and pouring over at Tappet but he used to be him They've,
1: they've recruited a lot of San Diegans over there um Mike Fogg uh came from San Diego he was a uh tasting room manager for Stone he's now their events coordinator um Matt Dolman, who is their uh, money guy, came from Lost Abbey. Uh, Tanya, who's doing their events, came from San Diego as well. Um, Yeah, the
0: Tanya that I met Schroeder? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, No, Tabits slowly building back credibility in the beer scene.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know of any of like the losing and all that stuff, but it does. Kind of there, are, there are there were like certain points in times where I went and I was like, it's a really cool atmosphere. The beer was better than course. <laughs> it's better than anything macro, but at the same time, it's like I, living in this area, you can go find something else, and it's not meant to bash anyone. Yeah, no, it's just no, no, exactly. I mean, if this is all the old people, you replace them, you're doing fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, and again, yeah, it's it's hard to compete with Central Coast Brewing. I have my option of where I want to go drink during the day. Nine times out of ten, it's Central Coast Brewing. If I'm going to a brewery. uh, That has slightly tipped a little bit with the new Libertine opening. Um, It's 80 taps. That's so hard to fight against. But but there's 20 Libertine beers. Exactly. So it's awesome. Um, And they have a one-up on everyone here because they have food. Yes. And their food is phenomenal.
0: What did you get for lunch? You said they were there
1: uh I had the poutine tater tots
0: I that must be new because I've been there a couple times for food and I haven't it's on
1: there's a separate menu that's just a
0: fry menu I did not know that I've been I went in there for lunch one time I think the day before the craft beer festival and I ran into uh, one of the cooks Ryan I actually don't remember his last name but he's Ryan super nice guy he was sitting at the bar getting food too and he was like yeah I'm one of the cooks here so please tell me what you think I'll give you suggestions super nice guy um
1: Shrimp skewers, get the shrimp skewers. Shrimp skewers, are the bangers
0: and mash were amazing. The nachos, like, me and Tavon went there just to get some, like, light food, and we got the nachos, and it's just a, such a huge plate. Yeah. And it's so goddamn good. Like, the food is really, really good. That being said, what the truck outside of Central Coast with, like, I got, like, their spattered, like, chili-something fried, like, carne asada fries or whatever, and I was like, holy shit, these were good.
1: I haven't eaten from there yet. Um, we went there the other night, and Ashley had... Um, some sort of sandwich from there that she really liked but I have not
0: I've only seen them there like I've seen I, I saw no it's,
1: it's it's there permanently yeah it's only there
0: oh my god it's such a good deal
1: yeah they. I mean from what I've been told they make great food I just have never had the opportunity or been hungry when I'm there to eat I'm usually focused on drinking beers there <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, a, a noble cause a no like no one would b- fault you for doing that Yeah. All right, man. Um, figure we can finish up with what it was what has been your your beer of the week that you had in this last week, and maybe some stuff that you're excited for coming up. Um, I actually, it's gonna be tough to pick a beer of the week just because we had that bottle share last <laughs> week, and that was amazing. Like, I feel bad because I brought a couple, and just because it got so late, I actually none of them got cracked. Um, the Freak I had brought and also the, the brewery Cherry but I just told my roommate to bring those so it was like the ones that I brought I was like sweet technically I got a free buy in
1: um my beer of the week would be either the uh Bootleggers Far Out IPA with Thai tea that was really good or the uh we did a bottle share at my house on Friday right. night and we had the uh, Green Flash Pizza Port Carlsbad Stone uh, Highway Seventy Eight Scotch collaboration. That's a lot of the words. The barrel aged version, uh, the Chuck Jeff and Mitch blend, and that was just phenomenal. I mean, lots of Scotch, lots of barrel, um, lots of oak, um, little sweet, not not too boozy. Um, that was just a, a beautiful, beautiful beer. Um, The Nicene from Council Brewing. Also, we had a 2014 Nicene. Just a nice, light, very delicate uh, farmhouse uh, Saison from Council. And the 2011 Parabola. Parabola. Oh,
0: that was so good! I think i checked that one in the
1: 2010 I. black xanthus was really good That
0: was good i really liked the as i'm scrolling through and i'm doing the actual week i really enjoyed the um Deathlock or the deadlock
1: deadlock from council
0: deadlock i've heard about that one on on uh sc craft live when i saw that i was like yep okay i'm getting that um all the monster parks were really good yeah i didn't i didn't rate anything from thursday because i'm like there are so many here i don't want to waste time i just want to put <laughs> i want to put it away and then figure out what's what's up next that was just that was such a fun event and oh my gosh i was uh, again thank you for the heads up on that
1: oh, absolutely oh and i did drink a lot of swizzle stick <laughs> a lot of swizzle stick.
0: <laughs> like a
1: lot of swizzle stick.
0: um gosh man i mean <sighs> closing out uh it was really great having you here thank you so much we talked for a good amount of time it just seemed to fly by i know you gotta get out of here um Definitely still have some leftovers from the, the day <laughs> that you're more than welcome to help yourself to if you feel if you're feeling it. Uh, where can people find you on Untapped if they want to add you? Tony Bags. Tony Bags. Uh,
1: Tony Bags with a Z.
0: Okay, and you can find me at Beer Pope two seventy three. Uh, this has been Craft Beer Chronicles episode number two. Cheers, Tony.
1: Cheers, buddy. Thank you for having me. Thank
0: you for coming on. Thank you all for listening, and have a wonderful night.